0: Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Doctor Dallas Unleashed. We're here with Dr. Rejuvenation on my left. Hoot, hoot. And, uh, of course, uh, I am here as well. And uh, this is going to be another podcast where it's kind of like hard-hitting facts about uh, surgery. And the title of this is going to be, How Can You Have a Safe Surgery During COVID-19 Pandemic? So, you know, with all this stuff going on, we still are operating, but we're operating under conditions that we uh, feel are the safest environment for our patients. But there are things to do uh, for patients to make sure that you really optimize yourself, your immune system. And that's what we want to go over today. So we're going to go over that. Dr. Rejuvenation is going to give us some, um, you know, her uh, ideas and, and thoughts about some of these. But if you listen to this, Take notes, um, you know, what's going to be on YouTube. So just make sure you really take some good notes because there's going to be some really juicy information.
1: And I think this not only pertains to his surgery, but it pertains to Dr. Juvenation's surgery as well. And so let's get started.
0: So the surgeries that I do up top and then you do down bottom. Hello. Yeah. Hello the belts, everybody. Arrows point uh, to my growings in the middle of the growing area. (laughs) Yeah.
1: But I don't operate on males, just females.
0: Correct. Yes. So, um, you know, uh, those of you who've been following sports and uh, been noticing how sports are coming back and we're seeing the NFL, NBA and uh, Major League Baseball come back. But I really like the NBA, the way they're doing it.
1: So grateful that sports yeah. are coming back. A little bit of normalcy is appreciated. Right.
0: And uh, they're doing that bubble, right? So their basketball players are going to, I believe, Orlando, right? Uh, I think it's the Disney Resort there. Yep. And so they're all going to this one place, and so it's like a bubble, a shield, where you know, pretty much they're you know, limiting all the people that go in and out of this bubble. Uh, They're not traveling. They're not going by airplane. So they're really limiting their contact and minimizing and testing them every day. So I want to call this, you know, what we recommend to people is kind of think of this as your surgical bubble, right?
1: Pre-surgery bubble.
0: So, you know, you're going to have surgery and, uh, you know, typically I think of that bubble starting two weeks before and then really extending four weeks after surgery, so we're looking at maybe a, a six to eight week bubble uh, that would start. I would say about two weeks before. Would you? Would you yeah. think that's okay? And the most
1: important. I mean, I know six weeks or eight weeks is a really long time, right? But I think that two weeks beforehand is is the most critical part, right? to kind of prepare yourself and protect yourself.
0: To make sure that, you know, going into the surgery, there's no signs, symptoms, any reason why you would be a higher risk of having or contracted a COVID-19. So uh, I'm going to call this our surgical bubble that you get ready two weeks before. And what does that mean? Well, um, as you guys know, limiting or minimizing your contact with other people in groups of people, especially over 15. But if you have to do it, go to the grocery store. You know, there might be Kroger's where you're at, grocery stores, Walmarts, Targets are probably the most common. If you can limit it or maybe just not go and have a friend do these things or try to stock up maybe three or four weeks before, then you're not going to a place where lots of people, hundreds of people pass through every single day and touch. And you're going there and looking at your, Red Bull or uh, Fudge Stripe Cookies and, uh, you know, whatever. Is that what you're looking at? Yeah, that's what I'm looking at. Although (laughs) I stopped the Fudge Stripe Cookies. I'm not not doing that anymore. But they're so good. And Luke and Nico really like them. Mm, They sure do. But I recommend uh, if you're going to do that, maybe stock up on some of those things two weeks before. During that uh, two-week pre-surgical, pre-surgery date, this is your bubble. So have someone else go, right?
1: So we're really trying to minimize your exposure or risk. And if you do have to go, I usually go really early in the morning where it's not like 300 people are in the store. Or you can like pre-order. What's early, Dr. Rejuvenation? Well, for me, it's not that early. It's probably between like the eight to nine window for me because normally we're up even earlier when we Mm. operate, but on the weekends it's like eight or nine. Right. Or when I had my surgery, I was ordering like online on their app and then having them take it out to my trunk, which was awesome. Awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So there's those, uh, you know, the ability with an app or something where you can just order it, you drive up to that parking space and then that uh, young man or woman comes and puts it in your trunk, right? And then off you go. Yeah. So uh, definitely start minimizing or just don't go to these places, stores uh, two weeks before you start your surgical bubble wear a mask. I think this is probably, and I know there's, it's very divisive right now. There is sort of this general, I think people understand that masks are a good thing. but And
1: it's mandatory.
0: Right. But there are some places, you know, in the United States where it's not Correct. mandatory. But I think that when you're thinking about a mask before surgery, think of it as part of your bubble, because the way I would look at it is um, right now, when you go in your car and wear your seatbelt, It's not, it's not room for debate, right? You get in trouble if you don't do it, uh, you just do it, right? And I think that's how you should think about a mask. At least the two weeks before surgery is there's no, it's not up for discussion. You should just do it Mm -hmm. when you're out. It will help prevent, even if it's, 10% less chance. It's still 10% chance, even though I'm sure it's a lot more than that. um, It's still very helpful. So wear a mask.
1: And even as a physical barrier, it's preventing you from touching your face. So I think that's a nice reminder. And remember the mask should cover your nose. So it doesn't count if you're like, like,
0: if you're watching the YouTube video like this
1: versus half the time. Yeah. doesn't count.
0: I heard it's like wearing a condom with the the tip Mm. of the condom cut off. Okay, You got to wear the whole thing. Yes. You never heard that?
1: Yes, I have. (laughs) Okay.
0: Well, anyway, so uh, wear your mask, wash your hands, um, practice social distancing. I know people are listening like, okay, I've heard this a thousand times, but remember this is um, practices as your surgical bubble. Mask, wash hands. And if you are going to be in a place where there might be more than just you and, and a couple other people, let's say 15 or more, practice social distancing. And if you can't practice social distancing, just go. don't go to that place. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's those are some of the hard decisions you'll have to make uh, two weeks before and in your post-op recovery. I think your post-op recovery is a little bit easier though, because you're going to be home resting anyways. Right. So a lot of these hard decisions, hopefully they're not too hard to do these things happens really two weeks before, right? Yep. So um, so those are the obvious things. Um, I know for my surgeries, we tell our patients to start uh, a multivitamin tablet and an iron tablet. I think that's really important. People get to Um, too much information on the website, like, oh, I should get zinc. I need to get extra vitamin D, blah, blah, blah. I think that can be overwhelming to people. I think it's really easy just to add a multivitamin tablet and an iron tablet. The reason we do iron is when I do liposuction, there's going to be some oozing and bleeding. That'll just help you um, with your blood levels after a surgery where it's relatively long and we're doing liposuction, which which can create some bleeding. Uh, Do you uh, ask uh, women who need uh, surgery down below to do anything.
1: Yeah, to be honest, I don't. We don't experience a lot of blood loss with my types of surgery, so iron I don't recommend, um, but I do. it does make sense if you're going to be having liposuction. There's, there can be some significant blood loss. Don't forget, iron can constipate you, though, so oh. it might make your poop kind of hard, so you'll want to take a stool softener with that if you're going to take iron, but yeah. I always say fill up that gas tank, um, with some iron because that will help you for sure. And I, I'm not opposed to multivitamin. I don't require it, um, yeah. but that makes sense.
0: So uh, those are pretty easy things. And that's, you know, what we'd recommend even, you know, despite uh, a pandemic of COVID-19, these are just things to have a great recovery and a very stable recovery. Now, here's some things when we think about, you know, the the pandemic and all the things we do to prevent like these physical barriers, but a lot of people forget What do you think is the best defense for any type of virus? The best defense that we have, better than any medication, better than any drug that the pharmaceutical companies, the best that's taken millions of years to evolve is our own immune system. Mm-hmm. And so if we can optimize our own immune system, that's so important because that's the easiest thing to do. Your best, your biggest grenade launcher against all these, we'll just pretend they're like, you know, evil um, demons or something, right? Your best rocket launcher is your own immune system, better than any vitamin, anything like that. So to help you with your immune system, um, one of the few things, or I guess there's lots of things, but one of the, the easiest things you can do is exercise. And I know people go, oh, exercise. People tell me I've been needing to exercise my whole life. If you don't do anything, I think the easiest thing just to start is walk 20 minutes a day, mm. right?
1: And you'll find it boosts your energy. You just feel like you've got more energy and endurance. Mm. And believe it or not, you're going to want that energy when you're recovering.
0: So if you can boost your energy, that helps you with recovery and on sleep. a surgery. Uh, It helps you sleep even after surgery because, you know, sometimes with all these medications, they can kind of mess up with your, you know, sleep cycle. Uh, That exercise will really help you recover better. But even more importantly, you know, exercise and many studies have shown to really boost your immune system. Your immune system is made up of T-cells and different types of cells that create antibodies. And it's shown that the the productivity of your antibodies and your T-cells and those things that attack um, viruses go way up when you exercise, even if it's 20 minutes. And that's why I say 20 minutes a day is best. Now, if you can do, if you're already exercising and running, then perfect. But if you're not doing anything... I think it's hard to tell someone, okay, go to the gym and start working out for an hour. It's That, that gives me anxiety because I don't even know what to do for an hour. But if you'd say, okay, ride a bike, um, walk around the neighborhood. If you've already been doing that, maybe turn it into a little jog. If you can do that two weeks every day before surgery, you're going to do that much better. I would say even 50% better on your recovery. And you're going to decrease your chance of, even if you come in contact with the virus, you have a better chance of maybe not contracting it, or having one of those, um, uh, COVID-19s where you don't have any symptoms, you know, those people or who are a really just like
1: mild case where it's just a sniffle and it's worth, right?
0: Right. Um, and they're just like, Oh, I got to blow my nose. Oh, that was my COVID-19 as opposed to the next person who may be on the ventilator and all that stuff. And I really think it's because their immune system is much more prepared, uh, for, you know, an attack of that sort of virus. So exercise 20 minutes, if that means just walking, do it, um, the other thing is uh, stop sugary drinks or I just say sugary snacks. So anything like soft drinks, you know, that means your Dr. Peppers, your Coca-Cola's Gatorade with sugar chips. It's
1: so tough.
0: I know uh, desserts. So if you're like a sweet tooth and you like your carrot cake. Yes, I like That's carrot me. cake uh, cake after, um, you know, eating just a normal dinner or whatever. You have to really stop that. Even if it's those two weeks, just. Two weeks before, it will help your immune system. It will help you recover. Because when your body sees an insulin spike in your blood, you know, your blood glucose in your blood system, it inhibits the activity of your immune system. So people who are typically overweight, maybe have diabetes, people who are always eating sugary type of snacks... Um, they're the ones who are more likely to get COVID-19. They're also the ones to have a more serious course because their immune system is just not geared up. It's, it's being constantly suppressed with all these sugary type things. So uh, I know it's a hard thing, but if we can get you to do it for two weeks, I think that's so important, whether it's a surgery like mine, which is a little bit longer sometimes, Dr. Wen has a surgery to recuperate, have all the stitches and everything heal just right. Um, I think it's really important.
1: And I even say like after surgery, if you can try to avoid sugars, it's great because one, you'll have more energy. Number two is bacteria love sugar. And so for my types of surgeries, it's not uncommon that patient might have like a vaginal infection afterwards or a a bladder infection afterwards. Mm -hmm. So if we can try to cut down on that sugar, then we're not really feeding that bacteria or inviting that bacteria.
0: Exactly. So, um, and, and with this sort of surgical bubble that we're talking about, we're really just asking if you're someone who's got a sweet tooth. Give it the full, let's say six weeks, eight weeks before you do it, two weeks before, four weeks afterwards, and trust me, you'll be better off. We want to help your immune system. We want to fight those evil, you know, virus demons, and this mm-hmm. is going to be your best way to do it. Um So another one, and this is pretty easy, and you read this across books and hear this, but getting eight hours of sleep, you know, really getting enough sleep. If you're someone who's going to bed late constantly, drinking caffeine to wake up at, you know, five o'clock in the morning and then uh, not going to bed till midnight, you are gonna see higher levels of stress in cortisol and those things suppress your immune system. Whereas sleeping a full eight hours really enhances your immune system. And so again, so many studies that prove it uh, that that's very true about the immune system. But it's just, I think, a, a simple thing to really start to think about and actively do two weeks before and two weeks after. Now, after surgery, probably may be easier because you're mm-hmm. taking Norco and some pain medications and you might be a little zonked out. But the two weeks before, again, this is where you go, you know what, 10 o'clock, I'm going to put the book down, turn off the TV, start relaxing, turn off the phone, you know, that's
1: a hard one. Yeah. Uh, it's a hard habit to break. Yeah. So I like to go to bed late too, but I yeah. think anyone can do anything for 14 days before surgery. Yeah. right? So.
0: so if you can try to, you know, get those lights off, get yourself in bed and not be looking at your phone because they say some of the light from the phone triggers in your brain the bright light that you might see during the day. And so it doesn't let your system sort of know it's time to cool down and, and go to sleep. So full eight hours can really enhance your immune system. Again, they've shown this with mice and different, um, you know, animals that they really have trouble fighting different infections when they uh, don't get eight hours of sleep. And actually your ability to fight cancer, you know, your immune system also fights cancer and that is suppressed when you don't get eight hours of sleep as well. So uh, just a little tidbit there. If you guys have a history of, um, you know, cancer in the family, breast cancer, whatever it might be, eight hours of sleep enhances your body's uh, innate ability to fight cancer cells that might otherwise form. Um, people always ask about, and we just talked about multivitamins. We just recommend multivitamin tablet with an iron tablet, but you don't need to go and get zinc and vitamin E and vitamin B12, but you don't need to take an excess of those. Oftentimes people, you know, will go to GNC in these places and just think, oh, this is going to help me with my scar. This is going to help with, uh, fluid and all that. If you're healthy and you eat healthy, um, you don't need a lot of those extra things. Your multivitamin tablet will help you. And um, the only thing I request is that you take an iron tablet. Don't worry about all the other things. Your body can't use it all and you end up just peeing it off, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, Or pooping it out. But most of the time, uh, the uh, vitamins in excess are usually... um, run through the kidney and you just end up peeing it off. So don't get anxious about taking all these other things. Just take the simple things we recommend. Of course, take your own medications, as we tell you. Some of them are very important to, uh, to keep taking. And there's a few that we ask you to stop. And those are details you can get into a pre-op. But just an overall surgical bubble. Don't worry about all the other extra medications. And uh, here's another personal one. And let's see if Dr. Rejuvenation knows what I do. What do I drink every morning before I go to work?
1: Coffee. No, no.
0: <laughs> um,
1: besides coffee?
0: Besides coffee. What do I do at home before I get here to the office?
1: Lots of lemons.
0: Okay, lemons. I've been buying lots of lemons. And so, you know, I'd been reading a bunch of stuff and people had said that drinking, let's say get half a lemon, squeeze that into eight ounces of water with a little bit of salt can be really healthy. It helps support a lot of different things. And um, not only does it enhance your immune system, but it can do other things for weight loss. So let me just go over those. Uh, The first one is, You know, I drink eight ounces of water with a lemon because it helps prevent dehydration. Okay, duh. It's water, right? That's going to (laughs) help you that. I read that somewhere on Google and I'm just like, yeah, thank you. I could probably drink like, Coca Cola and be like, yeah, it's going to prevent me from getting dehydrated. But, you know, obviously the sugar and all that. So that's an obvious one. It also assists in digestion. It actually gets some of your digestive stuff ready to go. It doesn't start releasing a lot of the the, uh, acid. So you don't get, you know, indigestion, but it just kind of gears you up for the day a little bit. So it helps support digestion. On the converse side, it helps support weight loss. And so, you know, having that vitamin, or I guess the lemon, which has a lot of vitamin C in it and other types of antioxidants, it helps support your body when it's when you start eating food and you have a spike in your blood glucose. It helps kind of keep those spikes to a a little bit more of a, a lower level, and so it essentially helps you digest those sugary stuff. Doesn't let your body, uh, you know, try to hold on to a lot of that sugar. So it supports weight loss, and um, and so those benefits uh, right there. Already, you're kind of helping yourself when you're eating some of those things that may have a little bit of sugar because everything eventually breaks down to some form of sugar, but also supports the weight loss along with it. Helps support your immune system because there's a lot of antioxidants in there. Uh, There's these things called polyphenols, phenols, something like that. I'm not an expert when it comes to like the organic chemistry, but I know it's good. And it helps with, um, you know, fighting, fighting the, or it's antioxidants that will fight some of the things that occur in our body, just normal chemical reactions. So what does that do? That's going to help support the way your skin looks, prevent fine lines and wrinkles. And they do that because um, it's fighting all those, or it's using the antioxidants. And that's what uh, they've proven in mice. You know, those nude mice with no hair, they have less wrinkles when they give them vitamin C or lemon. Did you know that? Mm. Yeah. So Fun it'll fact. help with wrinkles. Um, so that's sort of something that I've been doing. And the other thing, which is sort of anecdotal. So this is just what I've read. I don't know if this is true, but they say when you drink the salt water with a lemon, you know, there's, um, it's very acidic, right? Uh, lemon is, you know, when you taste it, it's like your face kind of gets all squinchy. But when it's sort of in the back of your nasopharynx like that, after you swallow it, it makes it a harder environment for, uh, the virus to attach to. That's that's anecdotal, meaning we're not sure. I don't think it's really been proven. And I'm sure after an hour or so, some of that stuff is not hanging around anymore. Your own saliva and spit you swallowed. But I kind of like that idea that, you know, if you're uh, just doing it at the beginning of the day, you just give your body that much less of a chance to maybe uh, not contract, you know, the, uh, the virus because you've created a hostile environment because that virus likes to stick to the nasopharynx, which is you know, behind the, the nose and the back of your throat area. So
1: it's like you've created this shield.
0: Yeah. So that's what I consider our surgical bubble, you know, to do all these things. And I'll go over them just a second, just a a hit list. But um, have you found anything very helpful for your patients, you know, that you've recommended them to do, you know, prior to surgery, especially during this time?
1: I think really, um, like you said, like healthy diet, exercise, stay really hydrated try to, um, boost up your energy as much as you can. And so even for those of us who aren't used to working out every day or, nor do we have the time to work out every day, like Dr. Dallas said, like those two weeks, if you can even start to condition yourself to just do a 20 minute walk and go to bed early, I think that's super helpful. Um,
0: so let's, let's just go over it point by okay. point. So if you're listening and we were talking off on a tangent and you want to take your notes now, this is what it is. So this is the Dr. Dallas, Dr. Rejuvenation surgical bubble that you're going to be in once you've decided to have surgery. It starts two weeks before surgery and extends to four weeks after your surgery. Think of yourself in this bubble now. And it starts with, uh, number one, practice social distancing and avoid contact with um, places where there might be more than about 15 people example target walmart your grocery store have your friend go there if uh if if you can or order it on the app and have somebody put it in your trunk but minimize that contact uh wear your mask right wear your mask out and wear it properly over the nose over the mouth And uh, wear that when you're out and about, whether if you have to go to the bank or you have to do an errand, um, go ahead and wear that mask. Wash your hands frequently. Very important. If you can't remember to do it, you know, normally, just think of yourself as being in this bubble for two weeks and you got to be more uh, obsessive uh, compulsive about it.
1: And even if you're using the sanitizers, as soon as I get home, immediately I'm washing my hands. Right. So, you know, wash your hands. Yes. Best thing you can do.
0: Um, take a multivitamin tablet and an iron tablet. Usually, starting two weeks before surgery. Don't need all the extra stuff. So all those extra bottles you see at GNC and 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 Kroger and Sprouts and your uh, don't worry about it. it. It's too much. If you can just focus on those two little things, you'll do great. And of course, we'll give you um, you know some of the information about your own personal medications. But when it comes to the outside stuff, just a multivitamin tablet with an iron tablet. Exercise. If you don't do anything. 20 minutes walking around the neighborhood. I know any of you guys can do it because if you can't do it, then you shouldn't be having surgery mm-hmm. uh, because that means you don't have any energy or anything to really get around. How do you expect to recuperate after a surgery? So 20 minutes of just walking around. If you're already doing that, maybe turn it into a jog. And, um, you know, I'm not real big on you need to like lift a lot of weights or go to the gym. It's really about the cardiovascular portion, raising your heart rate for, you know, 15, 20 minutes every day. So important. Um, stop the sugar snacks. So if you're a Dr. Pepper, Coke, Sprite drinker, and you feel like you have to have one of those at dinner or lunch two weeks before, just, just cut it out. You're a water drinker, um, you know, for two weeks before and two weeks after, just think of it. I just got to have water. Um, if you can cut out the, the sugary snacks like chips and Cheetos, Uh, fries, even those sorts of things. um, They don't seem like they have a lot of sugar to them, but the carbohydrates are the bad ones that break down into the unnecessary, um, you know, sugar in your blood system and desserts. If it's somebody's birthday, pass on the cake. Sorry, Dr. Rejuvenation Mm -hmm. and your carrot cake uh, for people's birthdays. Although I love carrot cake too, but if I was going to have surgery, I'd be done with it at least for the two weeks before and uh, six weeks afterwards. Sleep, get eight hours of sleep really easy to do but that means you have to think you know in the evening that you're gonna shut things down by 10 o'clock that means turn off the TV turn off the lights nothing on the phone because even that light in your eyes won't let your body kind of slow down and try to have your eyes starting to fall asleep around 1015 really important that's gonna help your immune system um, and the my personal per Uh, One is the lemon water with a little bit of salt. So I just take eight ounces and I didn't mention this before, but it's eight ounces of room temperature water, just a dash of salt. And I usually get half a lemon and squeeze it really easy to do. Lemons are cheap. Um, You know, you just do it every morning and you get all those things that I talked about supports your immune system, supports weight loss, helps your ability to, um, you know, really manage some of the glucose spikes throughout the day. And um, it's also going to help you with wrinkles. I mean, what's better than that, right? Less wrinkles, you know, around your crow's feet, your your so forehead. Cheap. And it's a cheap thing to do, just like sunscreen is, right? Sunscreen, when you're out in the sun, is going to help you later on in life. This is something that's going to help you right then and there, <clears throat> in addition to kind of helping prevent the, uh, the virus if you were to get it or prevent you from getting it. Because the big thing is, even if you do contract it, we want to give yourself the best chance to have one of those easy courses you hear everybody have, right? Oh, it was so easy. I just felt a little tickle in my booty or my nose. And like, that was it. Um, we want you to have one of those courses if, you know, you were to get it. And we don't want you to get it. That's why we're creating uh, this and advocating for this surgical bubble. So there you have it, guys. Uh, anything else, uh, Dr. Rejuvenation? Quick and simple. So thank you for listening. This was tried to be really dense in some of the important things to do during this time during COVID-19 so you can have a safe surgery. And even if uh, you're not having surgery, these are things you can do to really help your immune system. So when you're out there and suppose it does happen, you're going to kick that COVID-19's ass, right? Yeah. Amen. So uh, thank you for joining us for another episode of Dr. Dallas Unleashed. Until next time, thank you for my guest, Dr. Rejuvenation. And uh, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye-bye.